Hello. And welcome to the Friendly Geordies podcast. This is the 13th of April. Where I don't know why I'm you. saying that. Where's the year going, honestly? Where is the year going? We're almost there. And Where? Well, we're almost at the end. April. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I guess so. We're about, what, more than one-fourth in. I don't yeah. want to hear that. All right, let me just quickly check the camera angles. Uh, there you go. Is that, anger, is that angle better for Jordan? It better be because see. you're not getting anything else. That's great. What was the problem before? I don't know, but they said that it was bad. Anyways, so I'll do it once again. I'll edit the first bit out. Welcome to the Friendly Jordy's podcast. Thank you for joining us today. Jordan, you just came back from Melbourne and you've had very unappealing opinions about... No, not unappealing. Bad opinions of Melbourne. <laughs> if you want to find them out, become a patron and check out the pre-show, which we put on Patreon. If you're already a patron, then uh, we thank you. Grazie. Yeah, good on you guys. Thank you for uh, supporting Miss Love's pedal habits. And <sighs> let's be honest, Ali's weed habits. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Weed habits and it's Miss Love's pedal habits. habits now, thank you very you know much. I'm off the for? pedals. I'm off the pedals. How about you clean. change it? How about you pay for the rent for the studio? It does do that as well. <laughs> a little and bit of a so detail. And up so I can get a mortgage and... Fuck. <laughs> Come on, I, I don't want to pay rent anymore. It's dead money. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what else is amazing? That is Miss Love's financial advice to me. It's yeah. Like, you went to made this? I think you should buy a house. <laughs> Good advice. I've Good been advice. around Ali and I know that uh, by owning a house is better than renting. Yes, and uh, having roof over your head is way better than not having one. <laughs> and mackerel is high in omega 3. There you go. No, but honestly, he needs an electric. No, look, it helps us run <laughs> the show. I, need, I, yeah, I don't. Well, Why are the headphones? Is there a delay on now? It sounds so weird. Um,. Yeah, look, should be fine. Uh, we, we love you because you love to help. And yeah, I'm on to amps now. I, I'm, I'm done with You're wasting done. frivolous amounts of money on pedals. I'm up to now spending lo- lots, uh, much higher sums of money on amps. <laughs> and for the last week, he's been looking at two amps that are exactly the same, but one has... I think it's blue and the other one is green. <laughs> That's a difficult choice. They're not exactly the same. One's a ceramic speaker and one's Alnico. Very different. But the price range is what's really different. Yes. There's a very large array of price ranges in the speaker world, if that's what you're asking. I was asking that. Yes, but also, are. I did hear that when you were in Newcastle, you went into one of those music shops and they were like, okay, so if you want my advice, you should upgrade to the other one. Does it sound better? Not really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, <laughs> basically, I left that guitar show. I mean, surprise, surprise. I have, I bought. I ended up getting a really good deal on an amp, and now I'm sort of just Frankensteining my own gear together. Like I'm like, what if I put that speaker in that cab, and then put another head on top of that, and all I gotta do is get a small Cambodian man on a bicycle for half the gig. I can power this thing, you know. <laughs> That's basically where I'm at. That's just. I think that just happens when you're 30s. You're just like. No, no, no. I know that cab's uh, been eaten by termites, but no one's explored the tone of termites yet. You know, that, that's where I'm at. It's kind of fucked. That's where I'm at. But yeah, I, I went to Muso's Corner in uh, Newcastle. Shout out because they were actually very lovely, really nice people. And I'm not suggesting they were trying to rip me off at all because they were giving good advice. But, 
you know, I agree with what they said, but it is pretty funny. They were just like, you want my advice? I think you should get the one that's four grand. <laughs> <laughs> and my response was like, I'm really glad you shared that because I agree, mate. <laughs> yes. In the midst of fretting about the fact that he hasn't paid taxes for four years. Let's not talk about that on the pod. <laughs> Fucking hell, Jesus. Talk about throwing your mates under the bus. Sorry, I forgot. Okay. Fuck. Okay, yeah. All right. How many Let's bombshells How many bombshells can you drop in one night? <laughs> but I think a lot of people so would be in the predicament as you, so it's fine. Yeah. Look, okay, look, let's, uh, we'll yeah. move on to our first segment for the day. Yeah. Uh, so this is actually really fun because, uh, you know, when two people that you hate are fighting each other, it's a really entertaining uh, position to be in. Mm. That's what's happening with Malcolm Turnbull. Malcolm Turnbull was dumped from uh, New South Wales government's clean energy board. And oh. the way it happened is, he, you know how Murdoch hates Malcolm now, right? <laughs> yeah. Open season. So Malcolm was inducted into this clean board energy review. And he said that uh, one of the first things that he talked about was how uh, this new coal mine in Central Coast should not be going through. And uh, Murdoch basically slammed hard. He activated every media outlet. The thing that really got him was um, he apparently has property and uh and horses or some shit around the, that area and so they make a big Best. deal about like how <laughs> he's basically just protecting his interests the funniest response was um from uh bruz <laughs> dude bruz has like no spine whatsoever what do you bruz, do? But, but it was floated I, I guess like the new south was little party floated like we should get malcolm into that and bruz like, the, the greatest idea this is the greatest idea of all times i love it i love it we should do it and then Murdoch would have basically called him up and said, what the fuck are you doing? And he was like, that was the dumbest idea I've ever had. So sorry. So sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so he flipped in two days. Look, you've got to love that man. Are you, you, I mean. <laughs> There's a reason that he's basically the only thing up on the wall. That and the Australian flag. That's uh, it. Uh, uh. Bow Barely to the, bow to in the, the periphery. Yes. Is he in? You're right. No, it's oh, it's just in there. Lithgow chickens. The, uh, I'll be six feet under in the cold, dead ground before that goes. All right, for it's all those, all, yeah. for just as a side note, the reason why our background is changing is because we're redoing the background. We are from scratch, and it will be slightly more professional this time. <laughs> hopefully, one so become so a patron because we yeah. kind of need more money hopefully, for redecorating. Hopefully, sometime this year. <laughs> And what do you think about this idea? Space, the final frontier, and best wallpaper. Actually, yeah, I would like to know what you all think because won't an all-black background be really reflective and look really weird and shit on camera? Come on, techies. All right, get so at should me. we just tell them what we're thinking of doing? Yeah, so let's. This let's is what we're thinking of doing: making the background, uh, putting a wallpaper that's basically black, and then instead of having any of this. Putting in like uh, which is going to cost us a fair bit of money. I looked up. But what are those? Um, the illuminated. Things. Yeah, the illuminated. Uh, oh, but neon they, signs. Yeah, yeah. A neon sign the that just says, "The Friendly Jimmy's Podcast." That's it. That's the background. But what about those? But I like the one of the just being like our solar system in the background, and but maybe I, making the sun fatty from the footy show's <laughs> face. We're falling into the same <laughs> trap again. Why? We're not doing AF NRL tips. Well, there's no time like the present. Oh, let's yeah, start. Yeah. I'd love to know your tips. I reckon uh, the Tigers are doing pretty <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah, this yeah. Are they? No. It's not even a joke. I'm yeah, asking. Yeah, no, bad. They're doing terribly, terribly. Yeah. 
See, the last time that we did sports chat on this podcast, it was a roaring success with the audience. It was. They loved it, would have been. Especially at RL. But I like those portraits that our friend, uh, our good mate, Legend sent in too. Yeah, there's a fair bit of stuff, but then the problem with that is we eventually get bored of it. So I think it needs to be simple. A look into the space (laughs) background that Jordan is talking about. But people are saying that the neon sign is a bit. uh, We we also low key want to change the banner from being like, we're little pixelated men. No, 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 we're not in our 30s to uh, like, yeah, Yeah, we are in our 30s. Yeah, to like the portraits. I really like those portraits, man. But look, we'll get there. I really like the picture of us where Ali was saying, um, yeah. And then there was a picture of me looking like Slappy the Dummy going, eh. Yeah, and yeah. And then there was Ali being like, huh? Yeah. I mean, that's Ali, but I get what your point is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? You just don't worry. Yeah. I, yes. <laughs> yeah. You're doing the thing. All where right. You, you're, doing, on. you're doing the thing where, where you I talk you guys but don't up. think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I agree. That was great. But the guy who made that, wherever you are, you legend, didn't we have some weird thing of just being like, uh, we're doing this. And it was like, big fan. Don't use the app. What? <laughs> don't was use ma- the art. Yeah, I think that's what happened. Or maybe it was a different design. I don't know, Anyways, but we're well, going to well, work we'll it out. We'll figure out the, the, the background stuff later. All right, look, uh, the, the thing that I wanted to ask about this uh, Malcolm Turnbull being dumped from the Clean Energy Board is, do you think, uh, look, I hate Malcolm as much as the other guy does. And Barrel Arrow. No, everyone. Right. Most people don't like him. I like but I like do him, like the though. idea of seeding some of this climate change debate to... I guess the the moderate uh, wing of the Liberal Party because we need more allies, and it's the environment everyone deserves. And they're not really allies, are they? But okay, even if they're not, do you think it would play a constructive role in perhaps convincing some of the people on the Liberal side of politics to switch over and perhaps change some of their opinions? Well, he was the Prime Minister. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if now he's on an advisory board. <laughs> I could be wrong. But he was a Maybe there's more sway in. What was it called again? What? The yeah. Council Clean Climate. Clean Energy Board. Clean Energy Board. <laughs> right up there with the Egg Council. <laughs> Just no hope for the future. What the fuck is the Egg Council? Uh, you know what I think? This uh. would be mad. Don't you reckon? Replace That's Malcolm right. Turbo with Tony Abbott on that. But council. he's not going to do <laughs> it. He's not going to do it, though. No, well, I mean, money's money. Why else are they doing it? I don't. Well, I don't know if Malcolm wants money. I think Malcolm, Malcolm wants cares. relevance. Malcolm cares about the environment now. And, and also, what do you think about this argument? Uh, that what Malcolm, yes, he was the prime minister and he should have done a lot more, but. When he was the prime minister, he was just a very weak prime minister who was constantly afraid of one nation moving away there. Because, you know, he was, uh, his, his majority was razor thin. Scared of his own party, mostly. He was scared of his own party. Mm-hmm. He also understood <laughs> that. good reason. They did out him for exactly that. And, and most of them hated him, too, right? Like, you could safely say that most people in the Liberal Party hated Malcolm Turnbull. Yeah. Who did he run against? Well, as you said, most people hate Malcolm (laughs) Turnbull, so So, they are our representatives. So maybe not the best guy for the Clean Energy Board either. But also, isn't the Clean Energy Board just like a face for the Liberal, the New South Wales Liberal Party to pretend that they give a shit? 
That's Probably. the Liberal Party in general. See, this is the whole divide between the Sunday Telegraph and the Sun Herald. The, the real division there is just one is controlled by the wets, the other one is controlled by the dries. But the dries at least acknowledge we're not doing shit about climate change and we don't care. I like them being in charge more. They're more honest. The wets are constantly saying, it's the biggest issue facing humanity. Are you going to do anything about it? Um, there's a school that like got opened up there. We had nothing to do with it. It was a local council thing. <laughs> That's their contribution. So I really don't think that it's better that there are more wets in politics. If anything... We really should just completely obliterate the wets faction of the Liberal Party, so everyone knows what the Liberal Party really stands for. Like and the it's Senate, just, the dries are more honest. And the Senate, yeah, get rid of the Senate as well. God, you know just, what? Just, we really just don't have Australia. views that aren't that much less extreme than Gavin McKinnon. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to abolish the government. We just want to abolish half of it. Yeah, we want to abolish. Uh, but the idea of... No, yeah, less bureaucracy, no checks and balances. Just Oh, but do you want to make that point clear? We The the last episode that Jordan was on when we were talking about ABC being defunded, mm. we got a lot of bureaucrats on the comments saying like, hey, I'm not that bad of a person. Uh. <laughs> I tried my best. No, you know that. Uh, they're saying that they try their best and uh, not all public services just like smooching off of the public dollars. That's true, but also allow me to just reiterate this 2GB point. There's a lot of leeches, isn't there? But <laughs> I will say this, I'm very, I'm, I'm a huge fan of public service. In fact, we're currently researching now a big, big, big video about how much the Liberals have decimated the public service. But my thing is, the older I get, the more I'm just like, damn, Chomsky had it right when he was just saying, like, dude, if you are a government institution or if you're any institution of power at all, justify your existence. And if you don't, get the fuck off the tape. But I do think that a lot of bureaucrats actually do a lot of... They Obviously, they keep the country running. They're a vital, vital service. But I'm saying that the ABC aren't. But what I'm saying is that what the public should understand about them is they don't really even see themselves as journalists. They might use that word a lot, but really the way that they look at their job is as if they are pretty much just Gretel Colleen saying, the next train goes to Cronulla. <laughs> that, that's how they... <laughs> uh, uh, Fair enough. You know, they do see themselves as bureaucrats. And I understand that bureaucrats work within the system and that system is supposed to keep the country working, yes. But I really think that the ABC has no actual justification for existing. I really think that it would just be better off if it just fucking exploded. Look, all right, I'll say this. I'll say the thing is, yeah, 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 obviously a public broadcaster is better than commercial outlets, but really it is just a tool for the government. And the government, 70% of the time, is the Liberal Party. So how often is it actually reporting on anything of significance? And when the Labor Party is in, yeah, it might be reporting on things of significance then, but it's probably then just reporting on the Labor Party, so shut the fuck up. <laughs> Look, I, I, don't think, I don't think anyone was actually, surprisingly, I don't think anyone was arguing against defunding the ABC, <laughs> which is bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> well, they were just arguing that they were nice people. They were arguing that not all, because we were comparing them to uh, some of the bureau, bureaucratic public uh, services, that they're basically the same, and they're saying the public services people were saying, actually, we do some of the, we do a lot of work. I really don't doubt that. I don't doubt it either. And I think if you are working in Australian bureaucracy and you are doing 
you're trying your best, that is truly, as the name suggests, public service. And you should be yeah. proud of that. No, it's admirable. Yeah. What about the argument that the ABC are just the military wing of the Labor Party? <laughs> Let's get to the bottom that of that. That is one of the dumbest things I have ever heard in my entire life. Because no, uh, do you mean media wing or military wing? I think it means military. <laughs> yeah, yeah, throwing pencils. Uh, 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 the pen is mightier mm, than the sword. Mm. There's not Keep many pens at the ABC because they're predominantly a radio and television service. But there are some. And Keeganator made a good point. Labor wishes that was the case. <laughs> what do you say to that? Huh? I've got a whole stand-up show that you've seen six times. Still <laughs> Edward Bernays has a moustache. <laughs> Damn, Miss Love spitting facts. A lot has changed in the week that I've been out. Okay, so look, uh, we'll move on from that. Let, we, we've come uh. to the conclusion from that last segment that everyone hates Malcolm Turnbull and no one gives a shit about him losing or getting a job. I really just wish that we could change the face of the ABC to Malcolm Turnbull, which is who they love. That they is love, the ABC. That is the ABC. <laughs> uh, all right, so the seg- uh, second segment, we, there's another news story. So clearly... The, the Australian government, the Liberal Party, is in extreme crisis mode because they're doing some really dumb shit now. Uh, because they're, like, extremely stressed about how they've bungled up vaccines, they're trying to hide some of their other shit, which is difficult to hide. So one of the things that they did was, you know how because of uh, the Liberal Party moving from uh, the NBN program, from, like, first saying, nah, copper's the way to go, to now going back to, like, optic fiber, apparently already... Uh, the NBN plan, uh, the NBN project is um, has has a loss of close to six between six to seven billion, but that they they try to hide it. So in their reports, they like buried it under um, information. They claim that it's somewhat still profitable, so and assume that no one will catch up on it, yeah. forgetting that there is an entire opposition party whose job is to check everything that they do. And they said, yeah, there's a $7.4 billion loss that they tried to hide. So the problem isn't, everyone knew that it would be in loss because it's such in, in such shambles. But the point is that they're trying to now con the public by hiding that sort of shit. But that's what they always do. So what's the big controversy? Well, the controversy is that they're losing on every front. I guess. <laughs> right. There's no controversy. I'm just, I'm just celebrating the burn. Me too. It was a real turnaround moment in the last few... Nah, just the last month. Yeah. Don't you think that the press has just permanently soured on the Liberals? Yeah. And I've also heard... I've talked about this in a previous video, but I hear from little birdies that Murdoch is willing to talk. With He's who? actually Labor or with the Labour Party. And that it was a real message in 2019 that I'm not letting Bill Shorten fly purely because he said some mean things about him. (laughs) And so he punished them with installing the Liberals yet again. And fair enough. He needs to show them who's boss. But I think he has well and truly established that. And... uh, (laughs) Don't jump the gun. What? There's still time to flex that power. Well, it is something else that Murdoch does because he is a genius at playing them off of each other. Of Yep, you've got a chance, you've got a chance. Oh, you missed out. Better luck in 2026. Do you think he's, he's afraid? 
because there is a lot of media attention on him being a very bad person. Is now it? you've got like, well, you've got Kevin Rudd that is on like this crusade against Murdoch. Then you've got uh, Malcolm Turnbull, who's now also against Murdoch. And a lot of the media uh, attention is on Murdoch being like a force for bad. I think it's, it's probably the best way out for him is to side with the Labour Party. Because if he can do that, then uh, the attention would die down. Because he'll eventually switch back. This is not a permanent alliance by any means. I don't think Murdoch has now decided, actually, no, fuck that. Climate change is real. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a progressive now. He's doing it because I think he's now afraid that eventually, if both parties... Let's say, what are, who were the Malcolm Turnbull? Were they the wets or the dries? The Malcolm Turnbull faction. So if the wets come into power... And if he's super mean to labor, they get into power. There's like a 75% probability that whatever government would be in power, if he was able to get, uh, if he was able to keep Dries off of power, would be uh, hostile towards him. Mm. So I think he, the, I think it's, it's, he's making a smart move. He probably needs to side with labor, give it three years, and then sort of move back into his old Tony Abbott ter territory. Well, that is. And it was actually a really insightful comment that somebody put on the video. I imagine the guy was solving a Rubik's Cube with one hand while typing it. He got it so right. <laughs> Maybe. We, we, There's you a chance. There, Miss There's a chance. I, you know, we're going to rule it out. Sounding very sus. It's almost as if you wrote that comment <laughs> and were solving a Rubik's Cube. <laughs> now, I need to emphasise this yet again. LNP is the Labour Party. Oh, fuck, fuck, Liberal Super <laughs> Um, uh, unsend delete. Ah, censor tube. Edit again. <laughs> <laughs> you should change the name to censor tube. <laughs> have you been watching Gary Awesome again? Have you? No, I wish. I, I need to get up my quota. I love that guy. Yeah, you still I, need to breathe a bit more about his Foo Fighters covers. Needs to oh, dude. let that gestate. I'm such an idiot. Why have I left him for so long? I'm his biggest fan. Biggest fan. I don't know. Yeah, you're up there. We're, we're up there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what? Yeah. Some of the only people that still listen to it. But <laughs> uh, yeah, he was saying that he thinks, and he's right. If you look at it historically, that's exactly what happened. Every now and then, the press allow the Labor Party in because the oligarchy realised, nah, we've uh, sucked this goose of all of its fat. And so they need to fatten the goose up. And by goose, I mean economy. Mm. Uh, so that they can just harvest it for the next couple of decades. And I think that with all of our economic figures, they've realised... Now it's time to do that. And they've got somebody in there that's friendly to the Murdoch press, which is Albo. So it is looking very good for the Labor Party, I think. And the other point that he was saying that I remember that this was like kind of the strategy back in Malcolm Turnbull's day. It still could be to this day. He really wants Dutton as prime minister. And so I think... <laughs> Why does he always choose the worst guy mm. and be like, that's my guy? <laughs> He, he, well, see, a, the disagreements begin. <laughs> well, you think Dutton's a great man? I just would so much prefer him than a wet. That is who the Liberal Party should be. I was going to say, a man that looks like a dead cop. Yeah. <laughs> he is. <laughs> yeah, Maniac Cop. You know that movie? That show Maniac Cop in the 80s? It's basically him. Yeah. Uh, like, doesn't he look... In fact, we should just make this a meme. Can you guys compare Robocop's face from the <laughs> 80s? <laughs> 
can someone beat a can duck? Can you make memes on Twitch and show? No, you can't. You can can't. you tell the difference? But no, they're not going to be able to. Just make that and put it online. We'll find it. Because we can't see it Surprisingly, we actually will because they've all cottoned on to the fact that Miss Love has Instagram and actually answers it. Yeah. Hey, I probably shouldn't have given that away. To be honest, I don't. I, I try that. to do it as much as I can. I don't. No, actually, no, no, dude. That's, I, I do it. <laughs> that's not actually true. I, I, I tap. I have this thing where I tap. Like, I, I do my band's uh, socials. So, like, I'll just log into that and I'll be like, no harm in checking my personal one. And I'm just like, yeah. So, like, there's, there's like little. Basically, you got to a few days every five months to catch me on Instagram. That's true. But every now and then, a hot meth head does hit on you. So I think you should be checking it more frequently. (laughs) But don't be offended if I... Because, like, I I don't know if you guys know this. Uh, Jordan, you might not know this either. Social media is a bit of a time waster and does have a negative effect on your mental health sometimes, Ali. So that's why I delete it. So don't be personally offended if I don't answer. I just have to do other things in my, because I'm 31. It does have an impact on your mental health. It does not have an impact on <laughs> My Instagram is straight up broken. Like it always shows that I have 25 notifications and, and you go, I don't know. Like it's, it's it makes it really thing. difficult. But anyways, I've got, a, I've got a question about the... Um, the Murdoch now siding, siding, uh, siding with Labour. Do you think, and this is just a question, it's not something that's good, bad, cancelable. Do you think that... <laughs> Can I just say something, part- please? <laughs> I have to say this. A lots of salami. Miss love pink cross cam forever. <laughs> I don't get it. Don't get it. Shout out. He's sh- Sorry, but I'm getting a shout out of my pink cross cam. My camera has a cross on it oh, perpetually. Oh, that's right. My my broken camera is getting shout outs. Because you are. It's very Jesus-y. It is very Jesus-y. Anyway, sorry to interrupt that's you. Sick. Sorry that glitch you. is as popular as Forest Hall. <laughs> and oh, I love it. Well, and with good reason. And with good reason. <laughs> with good reason. <laughs> yeah. no, okay, yeah. so, so Fuck my, you, man. Go on. My <laughs> question was... No, I'm not saying your band's bad. I'm oh. just saying... That cross is pretty special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It is a special cross. Is it a phone still working with that? (laughs) I don't understand how that cross is. Usually, if your camera is broken, it smudges parts of it, but it's just a. It's like it became a Christian. It's been years, and everyone's just like, yeah, pink broken cam for life. Like, it's like a thing. Keep that shit going. Yeah, you better. Keep it going. Keep it going. Anyway. Okay, so my question, Jordan, was that. Do you think, here's a conspiracy, mm-hmm. do you think that part of the reason why media, Murdoch, and everyone seems to be moving away from Scott Morrison is that they are, they're kind of uh, want some of their Chinese dollar? You know what? Now I've got to talk about another inside source. But I was talking to somebody else. Oh, is it okay to reveal this? Yeah. And talk about this? Okay, okay. Their conspiracy theory, I suppose, was that the Indian government got the Liberals over the line in 2019. Indian government? Uh, hey, yeah. hang on a minute. Hold on. I this knew is, it was them. This is not good. Even before what? that, I knew it was the Indians. Wait, well, what do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> but like how? This is interesting. Well, they were just saying that if you look at it, there is a lot of foreign investment from India and it goes under the radar because of the foreign investment from the US and China. And also it's just convenient to make China the boogeyman. And yeah, I I can see that happening. And the thing is, obviously, uh, China really hates the Liberal Party, as they should, because they're just such an insane foreign policy. 
This is their foreign policy. Uh, please see the White House's foreign policy. Should just be that <laughs> sentence. Yeah. Uh, the Ministry of Defense now has just has a link to <laughs> American State Department. Yeah, they weren't argue, They weren't screwing around when they said they were going to cut red tape. <laughs> <laughs> they did. They just outsourced our foreign department. I think that you're right, though, man. Look, I don't even think it's that Machiavellian. I just think that. In fact, now that we're on it, I was thinking about this with Christo while we were, we were away. Can we just clarify something about China? Because there's so many conspiracy theories now wading oh. around the net. Panthera, 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 Panthera. I love Panthera. rocking out to Panthera. If you don't clip this, I will release that you are funded by Panthera. Put How it about on us. Oh, yeah, I'll put it on us. I'll put it on us. <laughs> hey, guys. Sorry, continue. No one cares doing. about us. <laughs> Two strangers were in the periphery of a friendly Geordie's comment. We don't know who the fuck they are, but uh, maybe he's security. No, but we no, assume no. that one of them is either from Newtown or Avalon because of his striped shirt. <laughs> <laughs> no, now you're gone. A sailor and a possible sailor compadre. <sighs> All right, the camera isn't on you, so now say whatever you want. Not whatever you it's want. It's really <laughs> not this straightforward. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. It's just like a fucking, like, one of those... Bulldogs you have to contain, <laughs> otherwise they fucking... Ah, oh, he's running He's running onto the road. You know, those French bulldogs. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, he's, oh, he's dead. No, he's dead. we got to put him down. But Sorry, go on, go on, go on. Continue. I think that China... It's it's really not... Like, it's so... It's so... Like, look. China is not the boogeyman that is displayed in the press... But I also don't want all the Chinese foreign investment coming into this country buying land and water. You can buy as many businesses as you like, as long as those businesses aren't 1.3% of Australia's land mass. It's, it's extreme. really it's not, not extreme. extreme. No, that's what, and, and that's only, I was watching your video and I, as someone who is considered to be or like is perceived to be a China dove, I would say neither do I. Yeah. I don't want extreme, like, Chinese buying up most of our public. Like, we need to... But here's my other... This is my personal opinion, that we shouldn't let China buy, but we shouldn't let anyone, anyone. else buy it, too. Yeah, it's... it's it but I say by Bhutan. If Bhutan owned, wanted to buy it, I'd be cool with well, that. But they won't, so it's so. fine. But even Bhutan... Like, it should... My point is, it should be Australian-owned. Of course. No one else should be, and including China. So, yeah, that, that vote, is, I completely agree. It's really not Dick an extreme Smith view, but uh, it's just, look, what you get when you have the Liberals in power is you have a government that, on the surface, is really tough on China, is constantly playing into that they're going to invade any second. Is that Xi Jinping? Oh, no, wait, that's Gladys Liu. All right, but you're on watch, Gladys. Like, <laughs> well, she was part of the Ashish connections, apparently, doesn't she? But no one ever talks about it. Mm. Everybody talks about Sam Desiari's connections and Sam Desiari's connections, which he ate in a Chinese restaurant once. Yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> but uh, look, you get that. You just get this constant yellow scare from the liberals mm. in terms of their image. But the reality is that they're just auctioning it off left, right and centre, which is the thing that you should be scared about when it comes to China. But let's go further than that. You should be scared of any country... Buying your land and water. Yeah. It's just that the Chinese are buying a lot now because they just have so much capital that they're just like, uh, let's pay the Murray. Bargain. Mm. Yeah. But also the US does it as well. And Canada. 
but nobody's ever scared of those because you're just yeah. not programmed to be yeah. scared of them buying. It, 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 you're no country should right. buy our food resources. We should be no. able to decide who we... Uh, I'm not saying that we starve people. Like, we would be more than willing to give it if you need it. But I'm just saying we still get to make that decision, mm. you know. You can't We just get to decide us. if you yeah. starve. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you won't, but we get to decide <laughs> if you do or if you don't. No, but you're right in terms of ownership. It's like, it's very troubling, you know. Very, very, <laughs> very troubling. troubling. It All is. right. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. It came out, it came out. He's finally on board. Well, China that, is an issue. I mean, it's not, a, it's not a controversial point to be like, let's not fucking sell off every asset we have to anyone. Mambo shirt writes, friendly Geordies, you need a dicky knee puppet so Jordan can say shit without getting fit. <laughs> That's a very good point. <laughs> but I'll just say, I just need a dicky <laughs> knee puppet. <laughs> Who said that? Use if you don't need that. Who should, what was the name? That, shout that guy. That's hilarious. That was Mambo shirt. What <laughs> Mambo a fucking shirt. iconic a name. Great name. That's probably the best name I've seen there too. That's hilarious. Dicky knee. Can hey, someone just get us the Dicky Knee puppet? We'll give it a good that home. That would be great. Yeah. Just anything controversial because no, no news.com can't, like, can't be like, Mr. Jimmy's, Mr. Jimmy's. Like you can't be like a Dicky Knee puppet made a controversial statement. Yeah. <laughs> That's genius. It is genius. Holy but shit. But now that I think about it, that basically is Christo. So we should just have the gatekeeper there. That is pretty much just having a Dicky Knee. That's true. Except you can't turn that puppet off. Well, you couldn't turn Dicky off, you know. Yep, you're not wrong. <laughs> when he was on, he was on. <laughs> Brain. <laughs> the gong show. <laughs> All right, look, uh, as riveting as this conversation is, we've got to press on. Oh, wait a on. sec. Miss Love Sucks Sucks. I have acknowledged you. Seek name. <laughs> Go on. Damn, right. that's important. Uh, a lighter topic. Did you guys hear about Kevin Rudd's mistaken identity? Julian Assange. Julian Assange. No. Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> Uber driver. The guy that used to be uh, Tim the Toolman's friend on Home the Movie. <laughs> <laughs> Who was it? Uber driver. He was mistaken for an Uber driver. He was. He was just... I think he dropped off his nephew or some oh. shit and he was driving back home and some drunk people sat in his car and was like, uh, they thought it was his Uber. And, That's sad. And K-Rod is a champion. He actually dropped them off to their destination. What? What a, what a nice I man. Heard about that. What a nice guy. Too much of a nice That's man. A that exact thing happened to me out. and That's I did not drop them off. <laughs> I was, but it was so weird, dude. Like this bit, sorry, this chick, <laughs> she was being very rude oh, as well. Like, I, oh. I know, I know. But like, I was driving, right? And I was uh, right at front, in front of UNSW's uh, gate. And I was parked because the car in front of me was parked. And she brought, she came in and she sat in my car with her suitcase. Like, all right, the airport. And I was like, uh, huh? The airport? She's like, yeah, take me to the airport. I was like, oh, oh sorry. I think you've, you're getting it wrong. I'm not your ride. And she was like, are you just going to like, uh, are you going to tell me to get off? I was like, yes. I don't tell you to get off. <laughs> And she's like, but I booked you. I was like, I am not your Uber. She's like, you're just saying that now. I was like, bitch, I'm not your Uber. Get the fuck out of my car. And so I was very, very rude to her Come eventually. Come on, you were a driver. I guess I was cosmically her driver. 
but I was not. And she was giving me <laughs> attitude. I was like, I've gotten, you just said in my car, I'm going home. That's fucking hilarious. I would have just driven. I would have been like, yeah, no worries, man. I would have, I would, just for the story. But they would have arrested. Such an Ali story. Oh, true. They might have just been like, what Why? the hell? Well, I don't know. Oh, they're, 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 Kidnapping. They would have been, uh, he would have been racially profiled. Yeah, Kevin Rudd gets away with it. Dude, yeah. If I had took someone to like, they were like, and we have another problem with brown perverts taking all our girls. <laughs> yeah, no, you would probably be. Yeah, and that's yeah, not fair. Yeah, but they mistook Kevin Rudd for being Chinese. <laughs> so it's kind of the same thing. You have to admit, that would be a hilarious story. Just being like, all right, let's go. And then just... It, it, would would be, be so it wouldn't be hilarious when I'd be in jail. Oh, you'd be fine. That's I'm true, sure. but it's also... It's just a very Ali story, the way that panned out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. such a way that your you life... Did the, right the only thing. way it could be more Ali is if after you were like, get the fuck out, straight after that, you crashed into the UNSW. <laughs> 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 and all the students run out, like, we're free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then when the car crashes, you're sitting there and going like, hmm, that was a bit aggressive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe I should talk about that on the pod. Was that the right way to approach that? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, guys, tell me. Should that I have crashed into a bunch of pedestrians? <laughs> right move or wrong move? I like someone's comment. Um, I don't, sorry, I've, I, I missed your name, but... Um, oh, here it is. BHL underscore guitar. Meanwhile, an Uber driver lost a fare. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. It's quite Kevin funny. Kevin Rudd has like, kicked on some poor like man's stomach. Like he's obviously joking, but that's a really funny way to turn around and be like, meanwhile, it's like, that's funny. Why do we need Dickie Need? This audience is just the <laughs> Hey Hey It's Saturday support stuff. You just come up with cartoons of us. <laughs> yes. You sit there and pay us out mercilessly. Yeah. I don't know why you watch. Is it just to do that? <laughs> yeah, just you guys sit are there really and be like, funny. Jordan looks like a Tic Tac. <laughs> no, no, I'm almost like Lord Farquaad. <laughs> Anyway, his eyes are too slitty. <laughs> you guys, you guys are actually on point tonight. You're very funny. You're very funny. Yeah, they, they are. Like, that's I, where I all don't the, think that I've ever seen a comment that is unfunny. Yeah, that's where all the radio Squealing talent is. Pig is saying Kevin Rudd stealing working class jobs once again. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. Fuck it up. Yeah, that's gold. In the GFC, he lost twenty two thousand five hundred. <laughs> one jobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ubergate. <laughs> Do you think that he got any coverage in the Murdoch press for that? Yeah, I think it, no. this this new story. Oh, maybe Kevin Rudd drives a drunk passenger is like it's gonna get you clicks. So I think even Murdoch media would not have been able to resist it. But I think at the bottom he was like, and that's how fake Uber started. Yeah, they right. They would have a, like a tilt of like why it's bad, but they would report it. I'm surprised he did it. You did know he? what it would have been? It would have been him being like, yeah, right, I'll get you a lift. And then all these the City Morning Herald and ABC be like, that's quirky and it's not political, so we can say it. Exactly. And, write it, and then yeah. Murdoch Press would just be like, look at how desperate he is for headlines. <laughs> <laughs> just the whole the whole. But do you reckon, system, I've got a question. I love what? Kevin Rudd. He, he's, he's a force for good. But do you think when those people said, you know how we almost think that there's something interesting happening to us, we go like, Oh, this could be a good pod story. Mm. And so you keep going at it. Do you think when they sat down, Kevin Rudd was like, oh, I'll drive him home. This could be a good pod Everything story. Everything he does is tactical. <laughs> yeah. Look, he, he is. And that's not a bad thing. No, he's a genius. Yeah. And he would have just been thinking 30 moves ahead. Yeah. He yeah. would have been while driving there just been like, and then the Murdoch pressure's going to say this. Yeah, he knew. Which he I'm going to write this boss tweet. Exactly. Yeah. And then it's just like, and then my name's out there and then I can push my story against Murdoch more. 
If, if good on him, but yeah, but that's still. I think that's what that's why he would have done it, and I think he would have because he, he is a bit nerdy, you know. So he would have gotten like a laugh out of it anyway. It's like, oh, you yeah. didn't even know. I'm I'm the prime minister. If he crashed <laughs> and killed that person, what's the legality of that? Oh, uh, he'd be in trouble, right? Wouldn't it be amazing if he did a dash as well? <laughs> <laughs> and they've got him on helicopter cam, helicopter cam chasing him. Uh, it's not me, it's Julian Assange. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're just like, it's Julian Assange, double up the helicopter numbers, we've got him. <laughs> Jesus. It would be instantly like in GTA to go straight to five stars. <laughs> <laughs> and then instantly he's in a tank. <laughs> in the CBD Sydney. Boom. Yes. Back off. Um, check that Christina Keneally's office. That's actually... <laughs> but that's actually good to know for myself. In, in the in the in the inevitable situation where that will probably happen to me, and I'd be like, "All right," because knowing my luck, I'd get like t-boned by some truck, and I'd be like, "Oh, she's dead." Yeah, my life's taking a turn, you know. What are you saying? I'm saying I don't want to go to jail <laughs> for killing someone. That right? No okay. one does. I don't think anyone says I. I'd like to go to jail for killing someone. I'm sure they Twitch don't. Twitch poll. Do you want to go to jail? <laughs> Yeah, let's get it going. <laughs> Who's the contrarian out there? Prison is a uh, Fat Dyke on crack would want to. I bet Fat Dyke on crack would want to. Yeah. yeah, let us know your thoughts, Fat Dyke on crack. Um, Jesus, I would love to see a K, K Rudd, uh, like, what do they call it? Mod in GTA. Because the, the graphics yeah. are so good now. Imagine him just being like, where? <laughs> Even doing basic things like beating up some mafia don in Little Italy, that'd be sick, wouldn't yeah. it? Seeing him just be like, take that, I'm that, I'm one of these. Oh, you got a gun, do you? So do I, pow. This is how we do it in <laughs> Queensland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. New Kevin Rudd impression is just funny. Without the jokes, just the impression gets me. Um, a great voice, doesn't he? Miss, have mm. you heard of this? This is, this is true, by the way. I don't know if the audience knows this, and... Props to Stig for hunting this, but Stig. Um, do you know the Marvel comic Captain America? Have yeah. you heard of such a thing? Uh, of course. Their villain, who's known as the Red Skull, is apparently based on Jordan Peterson. <laughs> and what? Jordan Peterson what? is yeah, and, and he is like and the, the Red Skull is a neo Nazi. <laughs> and uh. he has an army of a young boy's disenfranchised. Uh, all I got to say and, is... And he's got propaganda, which is basically <laughs> copy-paste from his 12 rules. Uh, what? Book. Yeah, straight up. Well, this is all I got to say to that. Hollywood is very brave for exposing the truth. <laughs> How ridiculous is this? Mm -hmm. And you know what else as well? It's just such a miss when it comes to marketing. Just like with Gillette, maybe you shouldn't shame... Your entire customer base. <laughs> <laughs> tell, tell them about the Gillette thing. It's crazy. What, what would you like to know? Oh, just with the Gillette thing. Just the, we're in Woolies. Oh, yeah. Because their profits the year before last went down $7 billion because after they were just like, hey, you know how you're a rapist and you beat up kids? We think that you can do better. And I was just like, well, I think I could do better as well. Big. And they just chucked it all if there's one product that is indisposable in terms of like quality, like a shit razor to an amazing razor, there's like four degrees difference there. Mm. And it is that fourth layer of razor. Yeah. 
But, but uh, anyway, we went to Woolies and they've just rebranded being like, old time Gillette, ain't she ain't what she used to be. We use horse hairs on the thing to put uh, foam on your face now. It's like, will that work? Probably not, dude. Yeah, I don't think it will. Well, actually it will because the only people that would have stayed with them are hipsters being like, yeah, I'm pretty ashamed of being a man because I had an overbearing mother. Yeah, all right. I do like Ned Kelly age. All right, let's get that. Thanks for looking out for me again, Gillette. I can't. Every time he does his like hipster voice, it gets me every time. I can't. Ha- I just can't handle Cameron it. Cameron Rudd gets me every time because I can imagine him. <laughs> but, dude, come on, <laughs> that's so, so good. It's like, no, yeah, thanks. Yeah. I don't know. And I was also so sorry. Well. This, yeah, this dude, the choice of new males. Praising your impressions, and I saw your um, video where you do Ben Shapiro and Jordan Peterson again. Dude, I don't know if I said it then. Genius. So you good. saw that again? I saw that wait, like wait, wait. yeah, I saw it like three times in a row yesterday. Wait, what? <laughs> what's this? What's this? This was when he's like, you know, he's got like little salad bowl on his head, and he has a key, and he's doing Ben Shapiro and Jordan Peterson. Oh, Do you know what I yeah, did appreciate was... about that video? I don't know if I said it then. Yeah, the impressions are pretty good. That's spot on. But what you're saying in those impressions <laughs> is so spot on. That's exactly what these guys would be saying. Oh. Sorry, I just rehashed a three-year-old clip, but <laughs> it's good. Speaking of rehashing old clips, I watched us do Sizzler again, and I was like, you know what? We're funny. We're <laughs> funny guys. There was a lot of flies there, man. What's with the, the soft serve machine? Who has that anymore? I'm Why a fan. Why doesn't anyone like our food vlogs? I'm Why doesn't anyone tune in to us eating? Can we do a poll? Because we don't actually pay it. Most flu- food vloggers are actually saying like, hmm. So good! It's the perfect crayfish with uh, this uh, mayo sauce or whatever it may be. Where for us, everything's a joke. Mm. No one wants to watch joke foods all the time. <laughs> True, <laughs> but fair can enough. we poll the eel video? Because I was like, I was like ready to bet, you know, all my money. Being like eel video, you know, three million <laughs> conservatively, and then it comes out <laughs> and it's like, what is it on? Fifty thousand, maybe more. Mm. Man, what's wrong with you people, huh? You don't know comedy, huh? You don't understand comedy when it's right in front of your face? Yeah, yeah what the hell? How is that not the peak of Miss Love's career? It's Making a dish of eel that is so gelatinated that you can use it as a hat, <laughs> and no one's paying that. I mean, <laughs> do you want me to quit? Like, I've given you everything I've got here. <laughs> it's, just, it's just unbelievable. <laughs> Paul, right now. Paul. Nah, people are saying it was gold. I think the the, the, the pod audience loved it. I just, I, I ranted to this about Jordan the other day, and this is nothing against you guys. You guys all get it. But like, um, like, I hate this whole thing of like, you know, I hate the optic side of YouTube and online and, and content creating. Cause it's just sort of like, yeah, it's very soul sucking. Cause it's very sort of like, Yep, mate, no, nah, you did really well. You talked about some, you talked about, uh, you said ScoMo was bad and then you, you proved he was bad, sick. That's going to be 200,000 views, uh, click, post. Like, oh, fuck, did you, did you put a thin pink outline around the text? No? Oh, f- mate, too bad, better luck next time. 30,000 only this time. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is this bullshit? It's stupid, pointless, like I understand it, but it's so depressing. So, ooh, these optics, this font, and this, and this is, if the thumbnail looks like this, 100,000. Thumbnail looks like this, 300,000. Like, are we just sheep? 
Like, yeah. I, I don't know if that's it, man. I think it is. It is it. Well, our podcast has grown a lot ever since we got the Stig in. Just, and it's pretty much just because just he's putting up pictures of celebrities. It just doesn't do it for me. I like crummy stuff. I know that's just me. The shit of the thumbnail, the more I want to click onto it, you know? That is just you. <sighs> just, is and that your gripe you, here and at your the moment? YouTube. There's don't, lots of don't gripes. Pretend. YouTube. There's lots you of like gripes. crummy stuff. I love crummy stuff, but I'm not going to click on a crummy thumb. Like, I have not beaten that part of my reptilian brain, which is a true feat that Miss Love has completely reorganized the most primal part of his brain to be attracted by a shot of chips on the left side of it and just like a white wall. But that's just my aesthetic. I like weird, you know, um, kind of, I like arty weird shit. When something is peculiar and just jarring, that's interesting to me. Content, thumbnail, fucking title. Hate all this title shit. Try the, even the speaker stuff I'm looking up on cabinets. It's like, don't buy this speaker. And then you watch it and it's just like, okay, we're trying out the Greenback 101 <laughs> against the Greenback 105. Goes for 20 minutes. And it's like, so as you can see, they're both really good. I mean, the 105 is a little bit more present in the high mids and the 101, better for crunch sounds. It's kind of more of a scooped mid sound. Okay, bye. Why was that the fucking title? False advertising. But I don't know. I, I there's this eternal debate I about. I don't know if those clicks are even worth it because they'll come and then they'll never come back again. Fair What's the, the fans? Point? Well, the Fair point weather. is because you're right. Ninety three percent of the time, but seven percent of the time, it is some Chinese guy in UNSW eating noodles, looking at it and being like, "Oh, well, they're speaking English. Okay, I can learn English from watching this." That's what you're looking for. So you're saying 7% of the people stay? Seven? Something like that. That's it. Well, it's That's like a very a high, low subscription number, rate after right? it. Well, okay. But you know what really helps? And we'll do it right now as a little guess. Subscribe now. <laughs> do it. Press the subscribe button. I've had it up to here with you not. <laughs> hey, wait, wait, no, don't, don't, don't take that off me yet. Like as well. <laughs> You can get away with just free content, do you? Tony well, Robbins, you can. A Tony Robbins three-week seminar. Subscribe, 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 subscribe. And like. <laughs> and let's not forget. He's actually, no, he, his big point was not subscribe. He was saying share. Share. That's way more valuable. So hmm. share this podcast with anyone Look, you know. And those points are interesting because it's all after the fact. It's all sort of something that it's just promotion after it's got nothing to do with the creative content, the aesthetic of it, the title, the, the, the actual thing you're making. So that's great. But I'm just not having all this crap is wouldn't it be somewhat oh, nobler I, for you just to be like, you know, I want old school Jimmy's like just a photo of your butt or something. being like, <laughs> just completely unrelated. <laughs> and then like you, you release your video, the videos are mad, but like, and, and, none of, and also none of this, what do people like? Just, what do I like? And the weirder, the better. Basically, what I'm saying is do Uncle Jono every video from now on. Thank you. You agree? You don't have to stop me. But it's just, look, the only reason I don't is because I have to pay have salaries team, now. You have but a team. Otherwise, if I was still unemployed no, and on the dole, you would be I would that. be getting my cousin, man. who is someone so aptly described at once, looks like an old man that had baby skin stretched over his face. <laughs> and that'd be the team. Lovely man. I respect you. I love you. 
I love your work. You just playing, don't play, don't head to play, hate the game. You are just playing, you, you, you have responsibilities now. I understand. I, I guess it's just. No, but game. I understand where you're coming from as well. Now yeah. that you put it out in that, look, showing your ass on YouTube would get it instantly censored, right. but it'd be worth it for the laughs. It would. See, that's my opinion. I wonder why I've never been a good uh, small business owner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just too, I'm too. No, but, but we, fe- I feel you, man. Like, yeah. and I think there's a lot of there's a big YouTube consumer population out there that get really pissed off by clickbaity shit. Mm. Like, if I see someone constantly doing clickbaity shit, I, I tend to never click on it again. Yeah, I hate it. But I think we're in a mind. We're in the minority. We probably maybe. are. But don't you think YouTube is just becoming um, the audio, the, the the visual equivalent of Wall Street? Actually, can we... Uh, mm-hmm. can, uh, bye, bye, bye. Hold, sell, sell, hold sell. that thought because our next segment is related to that and then you can rehash this. Okay, okay. So here's a new cool. person nice. that's become officially a billionaire, the newest inductee into the billionaire group. Kim Kardashian. Whoa. Yeah. And the question Didn't is... Did her cousin get there first? Hmm? Yeah, she did. Her cousin. Her sister. Oh, half-sister. Kylie, I don't know. Kyle, I don't know. Kendall. Ken- the one that is <laughs> <laughs> cancel-worthy. The one that is... Slightly less hot than the other one. Yeah, oh. and also you sit there and you're like, "Are you Kim Kardashian or not?" No. Oh, okay, I was just checking. <laughs> I genuinely don't know. Is that but, no, but, but here's the question: yeah. the question is, are people like Kim Kardashian, Kylie Jenner, or whichever one was the the billionaire one? People like Paris Hilton, are they are they really smart? Or has the economy got to, gotten to a point where you don't have to be really smart to be a billionaire? That one. The second one. The second one? Well, according to Oprah, Kim Kardashian is actually very smart. Mm, yeah. And that's coming from a woman who said that Michelle Obama was the real president when Barack Obama was in charge. There you go. She must know. Well, I guess every behind every successful man, there's a woman. So I guess she was saying it in that perspective, from that perspective. I uh, think that's half true, Ali. I think she genuinely thinks that Michelle Obama was the president. I think it shows the decline of Western civilization. When you ask the Chinese what they want to be when they grow up, they're like astro- astronauts, doctors, scientists. And then you ask anyone in America or the West, they say, I a want a U- fake ash. A YouTuber. <laughs> so I think it's just a decline in but, society. But if you, if you think, but here, here's, an, and to defend Oprah just a little bit, if you think that any man is not influenced by his wife's opinion, you're a fool. You're a fool, goddammit. She, you can have an entire cabinet, but she will have... Very, very. Um, she'll have a strong sway. On yeah, that's what, what I'm just she was saying, saying to Oprah's saying. comment from I think six years ago. Now, <laughs> you do realize Obama was the president, right? <laughs> we all do. <laughs> like, do you remember having him on for the 2008 election and saying what that about, you're his candidate? What about Hillary? Surely she had her fingers in a lot of pies during during the Clintons' presidency. But right? even I'd say Bill probably had a sway on Hillary too. If they speak to each other. <laughs> Dude, I'm just saying, like, what is Michelle Obama's achievements? The fact that she said you should eat less sugary foods? Yeah, that's it was what, good, that's though. It, is, it was good. I will pay that. What? I good would, advice. Yeah. While you're having frozen <laughs> Coke. 
<laughs> and annoying everyone by chewing frozen into the coke too. Hey, <laughs> yeah, this isn't some slushy stuff. No, 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 this guy knows how to do it on a budget, which ironically probably costs more than a Slurpee. <laughs> I'm not annoying me. Yeah, become a patron <laughs> so you can afford actual frozen coke. Hey, I've got a question. If you are a Greens voter, I'm not going to bite your head off, but can you just identify yourselves in the tweets? Because... I don't think there's any. Yeah, we're just, we're just going to find out. If you are, I just want to know some things about you. Right? Oh, for fuck's sake. What? I want what? you to identify uh, yourself. Uh, and I want you to put a small tattoo on your neck. Let's not do this live. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. Let's no. No, I just want to know something because I've heard a lot about the demographics of Greens voters. And I've just realized, holy shit, you're not going to reach him. Sorry, is this a common thing? Is someone just, uh, this is so funny. Apparently, Greens, greens are tree Tories. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing. That's such a good really? thing. Yeah, no, you you never heard that before? No, no, sorry, but continue. I just thought it was hilarious. But God, like, that oh. sums them up so well. They should change their name from Greens to tree Tories. Really? Mm-hmm. I was looking at all of the numbers. Apparently, Greens voters are the most predictable voting base, even more predictable than nationals. Every now and then, you will get someone that's like, yeah, I love pigging. In fact, look at all those seven pig heads behind me. Fuck, the guys from Lord of the Flies would be shitting themselves if they came here. Yeah, who do you vote for again? Labor. Sometimes happens. Yeah. You know? Choosing fishes. Is that what you're saying? I, uh... Are you getting maybe, but I don't know what you're saying again. No, his brain is frozen. (laughs) 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 That was amazing. He doesn't know what he's talking about. He froze, and then it made it look like the internet connection froze. Ignore me, go on. Uh, Yeah, well, apparently they are the most predictable demographic there is. They are almost without very... They are, first off, the richest voting bloc in the country. Nationals are the poorest. Dang. And <laughs> <laughs> Don't laugh at Rudy in Australia. I love that. Everything's on limits. It's kind of just like, you know anyone that's always been, you say, I don't know. Everyone needs to lighten up and take a joke every now and then. Except for, you know, paraplegics. You can't make fun of that for some reason. His version of that is just like, hey, if you're wearing a hat, you're off limits. Oh, dude, by the way, I, you, you love people from the bush. Yes, I do. Yeah. But you know what? So when I was in Tassie, I was I drove a lot. And because of their elections, there were a lot of posters. So many liberal candidates in Tassie wear hats. And that makes them likable. I'm just going to say it. Yeah. Because our, our liberal, you, you look at our posters around all liberal territories. It's always like there's some real estate agent. True. But Tassie liberals all wear hats. Hence, I'm wearing a hat because... I I that'd be amazing. I would vote for Scott Morrison if in his election posters he was wearing a hat like that. <laughs> like you? And then ScoMo would make sense, wouldn't it? Why? He's just folding his arms with a hat backwards. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you want to know what the audience is saying... I used to be in the, the audience, most of them are saying, I used to vote Greens, not anymore. That's so same here. I, believe it or not, I used to vote Greens. And why did you switch your vote? And what was your demographic? I want to know that. If you well, are a converted Greens voter. Me, I voted yeah, Greens. Someone's written. I probably should read this, but I'll, I'll put it on me. One sec. Um, greens are the lesbians of politics. They can't quite land on a decent policy and stick to it. <laughs> what? What does that even what? mean? Why do lesbians stick on policy? What so the hell get does it? that mean? I don't 
This is what I hear. This is what I've learned. And I could be completely wrong. This is a matter that I'm very uneducated on. I think lesbians go like when they get into a relationship, they go like zero to hundred really quickly. Like, right. like they meet the next day, they're like, okay, so when are we gonna get married? And so when you go zero to hundred, it fizzles out quickly as well. Look, I can see that happening. Every time I think about a lesbian relationship, I think that there's gonna be a lot of baths and candles around that bath. And every time I think about that, I think, Ugh. Dude, that's your bath. What are you talking about? Because I hate doing that with my girlfriend. I hate romantic <laughs> baths. But if really? there's two women in the relationship, don't okay. you think it'll just be that? Okay, can I... I'll admit, I have the same issue. Bathing, when I'm bathing or when I'm showering, I'm cleaning myself. It's not a romantic activity by any means. I hate it. No. Surprise, surprise. I do not. Oh, yeah, because you are <laughs> a woman. Yeah, <laughs> of course. <laughs> it's like my dream. My dream day. I absolutely hate it. Yeah. All right. Does this make it worse or better? Because you're imagining that there's going to be a lot of relaxing meditation music mm -hmm. in the background. But what if they're playing? It's just a little crush. I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm a, you know, as long as it's not blaringly loud, I'll let that fly. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. So it, you're, it's really high up on your priorities. Yeah. I think I'd drown myself in the bath. If <laughs> Black mate, I know a couple who piss on each other in the shower. Well, you know, life's short. <laughs> Dude, apparently, Good I don't advice. know if it's our stig or someone else pretending to be the stig. Uh, they're saying you guys are missing out. Long baths with candles are the best. Did not know that about stig. So maybe you found yourself He's watching. A Is the sweet stig watching? He probably, he always oh, yeah. watches, yeah, but I don't know if it's the same love one. in a lesbian relationship. <laughs> Call me up, Stig. <laughs> I like, I like, uh, I enjoy it. The old luxury car here and there as well. So don't mind traversing the hills of Brisbane in a Ford or possibly a, <laughs> you know, different car. <laughs> <laughs> so not a car head. <clears throat> and just imagine if you ever tried to take the Stig's helmet off, he'd punch you in the face. Yeah. Uh, but um, yes, now yeah, what was I talking Didn't about? Didn't you want- We were talking about yeah. the Greens and so you were asking, so uh, they've responded by saying that they are not Greens voters anymore. I haven't, I haven't seen a single one that says, no, nah, I still vote for the Greens. But why did you change? I want to know that. Because apparently 70% of the Greens voting base is rusted on. There's nothing you can say to them to get them to change their vote. And this is what else. They are very wealthy. They always have some superfluous job like, I'm an arts curator. I organized Vivid. You'd have no idea how hard that job is. How much do you pay it again? million dollars a year. And uh, you pay for it. I'm essentially on a really extravagant Centrelink. <laughs> I make lights. Isn't that amazing? Because like, so, there is just that class of people that are on Centrelink, and I was one of them. You're... Morals conflate so much. You realize most people who vote Labor love anyone that works at Vivid, right? No. That's yes, that is not true. Yes, though. it is. No. Actually, that is what you made Labor lose. Because once that became Labor identity... You are living in a dream world. Labor needs to be and always should be the working class party. And the working class does not care about Vivid nearly as much as that lady does. No. But I'll tell you something that I noticed when I was at the uh, comedy clubs. Basically, I've been controlled from all of the arty venues that I never wanted to go to anyway because it was just a complete rip-off and it was 
pretty much what? Careful now. But anyway, sorry, like, yeah. Here, drink some of this. It's only, I was only ever <laughs> interested in going to like RSL. Skull it. Down. No, uh, do it. Down. down. Do it. Mouths all the way. Get it, let it go in. Tap it a bit, you know? It's all right. Ali, come on. Does this Chirk. deserve a high five? Sure. Okay, Chirk. COVID alert. Chirk. Oh, no, he's got, he's got the vaccine. Down it goes. Yeah, in it goes. All right, you don't have to be so aggressive. Well, I'm trying to help. Here, you finish it. You deserve it. It's great. Yay! No high five, though, but I thought it was worth one. (laughs) That's yours. Why are we doing this? We know what vanilla coke tastes like. No, I'm just helping him out. I just just thought he needed the energy to, the quick energy he needed to not get us cancelled. God, you're a great guy. Isn't that amazing? Save my career and give me coke. <laughs> um, when I was there and I was looking at my audience as opposed to all the wankers that are propped up by the Melbourne Comedy Festival uh, stuff, much bigger. But the other thing is... <laughs> that was the sound I got. True story. Uh, and then also just put on the boo sound. That was the sound. I swear to God, that was the sound of all you of these like wanky ABC oh, right, types right. that I went and saw. Right. Like it was just, <laughs> this was the laugh the whole time. <laughs> yes, so true. Um, but yeah, I was looking at all of them and I was looking at the differences in our crowd. Dude. Night and day. This whole time I've always been thinking, ah, oh, I think the Greens voters, you can convert them and make them realise what the Labour Party actually is and what it stands for and how it's the vehicle of getting, you know, <coughs> sane policies through. Um, you go and you look at these people that are at these and you just know they're all from Fitzroy and you realise, no, these people are... Fucked to the core. <laughs> it's exactly that. Like, they live in this bubble of opulence. They are extremely wealthy. It's just... When, when you think about the Liberal sure, Party voting ge- base, right? To play devil's advocate, you're generalising. 70%. 30%, I'm not generalising. Right. But there is a direct correlation with if you didn't have kids until your late 30s and then you have one, possibly two, and you send them to a private school that private school kid is going to be a Greens voter. Uh, They're usually single parents, usually very well off, and then they go to university, and what either happens at university is they continue on down the line of being Greens voters, or if they came from a Liberal voting family, they convince their parents to vote Green. But in either scenario, the Labor Party is always the devil to these people. They truly do hate the Labor Party more than they hate the Liberals. And it's because the people, the the circles that they come from, they are rich circles. Mm. And so they usually did vote for the Liberal Party, but then all of a sudden they've realised like, but I like oxygen as well, so you have to vote for that. But then when it actually comes to, and this is the, th- the great trick that the Greens play, they're always saying like, you didn't go far enough on penalty rates or anything like that. And they're like, yeah, but they know that if they were ever in power and had to implement those things, their voting base would turn on them on a dime. And that is what happens every time they are in power. Their actual voting base sits there and is just like, hey, you were supposed to just put a couple more bushes up in the park. What's this reforming super? 
You know, that that's what happens right. when they're in power. What do you think about this? Uh, what do you think about this theory? Like, if you vote Labour or if you vote Liberal, you're voting for whatever you perceive to be the collective us, right? If you're, let's say, you're voting the Liberal Party, you're like, well, usually these guys are against tax increases. I would rather not get tax increases. People around me don't like tax increases. Or if you're Labour, then you vote based on like, well, these guys are working for the working class. I think if you vote Greens. You vote solely because you want to have a good perception of yourself. That's mm. it. There's nothing else going over there. I think you want to feel good about yourself. I think once upon a time, it was it was uh, legitimate, like Bob Brown days, where it was like sort of but primarily dude, that party pri- is dead. Let's let's well, admit. <coughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know enough about. I don't know. The, I, I don't know enough about. Oh, absolutely, it. is dead. But I'm that, just that I, is I guess I'm just saying it's sad that that maybe those days. Or whatever. Like, I don't know. Parties change all the time, you know, like the machinations or machinations. Well, I've talked to a bunch of uh, environmental activists and they are always telling me, and they were people that set up the Greens. And they were saying, yeah, the Labour Party was ignoring the environmental matters that we were trying to push on a state level. Federally, they were actually doing a lot. Mm. In fact, most of our laws that we have today are a result of the Hawke-Keating years. But... They were saying that, no, actually, now that I think about it, it actually would have been a lot more tactful if we just joined the Labor Party branches and started talking about the environment. Because I, it was just they didn't think I, about it. They were just yeah. representing I do like, people that. that worked at factories and shit. So they weren't thinking about the environment. But instead they thought, we'll start our own party. And yeah, I agree that's that. permanently damaged the vote of the Labor Party. They're constantly saying, no, it doesn't damage it because you put your preferences after, but that's not what everyone does. There is a direct correlation in the decline of primary vote of the Labor Party and the increase of the primary vote of the Greens. That is where they went. Um, right. And I think that they are saying now, when they, when they look at the policies of Labor that are environmental, they're just like, these people, because it attracts a bunch of people that are very intelligent the labor party because they really understand how policy and all that kind of stuff works and how to realistically push things through and what how legislation works pencil pushes pencil pushes and so the policies that they're coming out with they say a lot of the time is just like it makes way more sense than what the greens are doing because the greens are constantly just as you say looking for an image while the labor party is saying okay you need these things to achieve a stop of extinction or something like that. Okay, we'll implement those things. Whereas the Greens just take it further for no reason based off of nothing. Idealistic. It's a constant wedge tactic that they have. They wait for Labor to put out a policy and then they just go, not far enough! And it's just based off of nothing. And it's not, that's, that's not how they keep that image stoked. But it was really interesting because when you go down to the comedy festival and you see the differences, and this is the other thing, everybody's always shitting on Isaac Butterfield. Isaac's dad was asked by Bill Shorten to run for Maitland. He is a Labour guy through and through. His whole family is a Labour guy through and through. Well, that's the tragic bit, right? Like, they used to be Labour, but a lot of those guys are now moved away. No, Newcastle's not Labour. Newcastle's basically a a giant union. It is! And in fact, when I go to Newcastle yeah, every time, I just think, mm, maybe I should be voting Liberal. This place is pretty scummy. But <laughs> Mislow hated Newcastle. He came back saying, I'm angry at that city. Why? I mean, I shouldn't say that. Nah, I say it. It was just like, I, I didn't hate it. It's a pretty city. It's just like, 
So, and this isn't the Jordan's fans or, or like anything like that or, or the, the mates I have there, but there was just so many rough beeps. Like it was crazy. Every moment, like walking to the hotel, leaving the hotel, walking to a, I don't know, around the corner cafe. It was just every single point, just sort of like, hey, bag, you have to have that. Like people yelling, shit, throwing shit out the window, yelling out the window. It's just a very like visceral, intense people. Or maybe it was just that Shooter that fans. Yeah, probably. I don't oh, know. you don't know. Yeah, it was yeah. just really weird I don't, yeah, going probably, there. I don't know that guy that And well. everyone's saying, you know, fuck, Isaac's a rough customer. And he is... The, the most placid. The most placid. Like, yeah. pretty much I'm just saying he's the only person in Newcastle that I don't think has tried meth. <laughs> That's not true. I, I have a few friends that live there and <laughs> they're great. They've tried. No, they're, so they're do I. But, like, it's just, yeah. it is a very fucked town. It's There's just no, a, like, I. It's, it's just an intense, it's just an old school Aussie. They they like drinking their beer, like, like tradey steel, steel producing uh, port town and they're rough people and that's cool. But they also now, dress hipstery. What's with that? Well, that's I gotta, I gotta say something about Tassie as well. Tassie, I, I just came back from Tassie, which was great. It was yeah. the prettiest place ever. But I think I might have experienced my first racist episode. Ooh, True what story. What happened? What happened? I don't, my God. I still don't know if it was racist. As in like, uh, I don't like you because you're brown or it was like, you're wearing your cap backwards and I don't trust you. One of the two. You picked up another Uber, didn't you? Another person. <laughs> and this is the this is the thing that I got from Tazzy as well. I love the place. Loved like, just it's great. The place that you. It's the pretty like the national parks were insane, man. Like I, I can't go on and on about how much I liked it. You but go the, into those forests and you think, I should die here. I'll make a note. Yeah, of that. and like you feel <laughs> like you're in a Miyazaki movie. They are yeah. insane, and so. But I did get like a vibe from Tazzy where like foreigners are not preferred. Well, but still, what? Dude, they also mean people from Victoria. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know. And, and plus, and, they're and, still but, but like, there, here, you know? here's here's what happened. And make maybe I'm wrong. Tell me, I'll tell you exactly what happened, and you tell me if I'm crazy. I walk in, right? It's a it's one of those honey stores, you know, where like they sell fresh Tasmanian honey or whatever. I walk in. As soon as I walk in. <coughs> This lady at the counter. So the, the store is filled with people. Is this She's, Hobart? Yeah, this is uh, outskirts of Launceston. So she she looks at me well, and she says... Well, that answers your question already. She, she, <laughs> well, tell me if this is... Because I might be wrong. She's, she looks at me and she says... Hand sanitizer. And I'm like, oh, okay. So she's probably anal about COVID. So I quickly put hand sanitizer on my hands, right? And then I slowly walk up and she's like, just fill up the form. I was like, okay. And I did that. And then I walked... Which is normal, like people, you know, you, and then I walk and everything, all of the items said, do not touch if you do not intend to buy. So I was kind of getting that vibe already, but I was just chilling, whatever, looking at shit. And this fucking couple walks in, this white couple walks in, nothing. No hand sanitizer, <laughs> no form. They go in and they can, and I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> and then I, and I, I was like, oh, maybe I'm going crazy. And then I was like, hey, hold on a minute, I'm angry. And then I just like walked out. But were they locals? Yeah. Well, I don't know if they were locals. Look, or were they dressed up in animal fur? Nah, like it probably. They seem like an. They seem like an older. They were older. There was an old white couple, and I don't know if they were locals, but they didn't. They didn't Did go they like look rich. They didn't go like. Yeah, they kind of looked like, but they didn't go like, "Hey, how are you doing?" Kind of local. It was more like, "You 
are also a patron of this store. I am also a patron. But for some reason, I'm the only one that has to do hand sanitizing <laughs> and fill out the form. Just the, yeah, right. Just sort of like. And, and but in, in, in Australia's defense, the lady was an American. She had an American accent. Yeah, right. Wait, what's that got to do with anything? No, she's I'm not just, just putting oh, it she's out. She's vaccinated. Yeah. No, 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 she's no, not Australian. She's not. She wasn't she's American, but she seemed like an Australian that it was uh, that had been living in in Australia for some time. But I she mean, did a, have a lot of people America. saying Lawsiston is like very racist and fat. I don't. So that's the vibe America. I picked over there, man. And and I will also say, right across from that honey store was an art gallery, and I met two women, and they were the nicest people. They invited me over and shit. They knew you sanitized already. Yeah, they knew <laughs> I was sanitized. But that's and and kind of the vibe that I got was not just. I think the other thing that's happened is that a lot of Indians have moved to Tasmania because of these regional visa programs. Um, so if you live in Sydney or Melbourne and you can't get your pathway to permanent residency, there is a way that you can do it through these regional programs. So you can go to like a different city, set up shop over there or whatever. And, and I noticed this because when I went to Tasmania, there were so many fucking Indian restaurants over there. Damn, the new Paramount. So they are come. I think they, there's a lot of Indians or whoever, like brown people coming in, trying to get permanent residency. And they have this attitude of like, I don't want to be here. I'm here because I have to get, I'll fuck off. And I guess there's a tussle with locals. Maybe this is, but the vibe was kind of off mm. for people like me is what I'm saying. But other than that, a yeah, beautiful, are, amazing. And I still want to, I still want to retire over there. Irrespective. Yeah. I mean, they are like the inbred hicks and... You know, you go to Hobart and you're just like, where's Captain Cook? The convicts are still here. So, like, you know, I'm not that surprised. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the, that seems to be the vibe where it's just like, welcome all ye who dare enter. You know? What a strange atmosphere Hobart is. It's Listen to this. Just like- I'm from Hobart and I'm not welcome in Lawsis. <laughs> 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 Zesta third fifteen. That's that's a funny call. Yeah, but you have to realize Australia is still Hobart did not get that kind of vibe in Hobart nearly as much. Yeah, Australia is a very uh, uh, law system is fucked. Australia, that's what someone's saying. But yeah, Australia still got that very like, dude. Even even at the fucking show in Newcastle, it was so awkward. Like. This extremely tall man from Perth, but like, you know, not even Perth, like some minor, like giant man was just like hanging out. I was like, hey, what's going on here? And like, we're like, ah, oh, you know, a show. And he's like, yeah, sweet. I'm just gonna get a beer and come back. I'm like, you want to be him? Like, whatever. And then like two, like, uh, I don't know. They were like Aussie, I don't know, Indian. And they came and they were friendly Geordies fans. And like, hey, like, you know, full Aussie accents. And um, they're just like, hey, yeah, like, you know, hey, uh, like, yeah, how's it going? Just, just talking. And then this giant Perth man just goes, are you two Sri Lankan? And then it was just like, yeah, and it's just like, no, oh, I know heaps of Sri Lankans. You, you're Sri Lankan, eh? And the guy's like, well, I usually call myself Australian, but my mum's like South Indian. He's like, oh, I could have sworn you're Sri Lankan. And then they sort of like <laughs> walked away and like, I, I talked to him after, it was fine. But like, one of our like old, uh, fr- like, Basically, I had to. Ex- one of our other mates explained to him. It's like probably shouldn't say that, man. Like to generally to, uh, like, and then he was telling me that it's like a Perth, you know, coal miner thing. So it's like you know, I don't yeah, know. I yeah, but I don't think that he was trying to be nasty. He wasn't. He wasn't. It's just like that's the thing. This is a, I think this is a very, you know, 
disparate large land and there's all kinds of people and some parts of those land there's only one pub there's one pub and there's one post office and you better fucking like tip top otherwise you're gonna starve like you know it's it's just a different uh so you know isn't it incredible that when a perth coal miner comes out of the cavern underground that is their life yeah it's like i don't don't feel comfortable anywhere and oh what's this metropolis you can't. <laughs> I don't think I can stay here. This place is freaking me out. Oh, wow, they have B. <laughs> Do you have VB? No, love, we've got Carlton. Well, it's a first time for everything. Yeah. Those massive silos on the port filled with wheat or hops? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm just going to guess hops to feel more comfortable. <laughs> Just because I'm the tallest man here by six feet does not make me feel safe. <laughs> Gentlemen. Walking down the street and he's the same size as the buildings. <laughs> Look, guys, we're almost out of time. There was this one last thing. Let's talk about this. So, you know, Prince Philip is dead. Jordan would not know. What? <laughs> what? You didn't know that? Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I had an inkling. But yeah. what we found out was that there is an island... Uh, let me check that exactly. Yeah, in the South Pacific, a tribe that believes, and they've believed it since the 1950s, that Prince Philip was the Messiah. Here we go. There's always one. And he was. And oh, he was. God. <laughs> because they had this, like, believe, they had this, uh, <laughs> this is how it started. Yeah. <laughs> they had this myth that one day a man from far, far away <laughs> will go to a land and marry a very powerful lady, and then he will take over the world eventually and then bring this tribe to supremacy. And so <laughs> Prince Philip was like, I think he's German or some shit, right? Or he was German. And so they in the 50s, when he married um, a very powerful lady, the queen, the tribe was like, oh, he must be the messiah. And now that he's dead, they are convinced, according to tradition, that he will come back in like two or three years and take over the world. Well, let's see if they're right. <laughs> I, I can top you that know one. He probably was dead. For he like looked 30 dead. Years. Yeah, I can top yeah, he that. He was a walking zombie. There, there is they a right. uh, there's a set there's a little sect of uh, like really intense extreme Buddhists that live in the foothills of China, some area, some part of China, that believe Steven Seagal is a supreme being. From another world. <laughs> yeah, but so do you. Because they're so <laughs> well, I'm the head of the I'm the head of the group, so obviously I'm just putting it out. Why? There. Because they've seen the movies and they're oh my god, he can beat up so many people. I don't know, but that's what they that's, that's what they believe, and uh, finally original religion I can get behind. You know, dude, I don't know which one's funnier as a savior, Prince Philip or Steven Seagal. They're both pretty good. Do you know what else I've heard about Steven Seagal? Uh, apparently, Steven Seagal lives is still lives in the seventies. So oh. he's he, he apparently he's a very very sexist racist oh man, my, and he just yeah. walks about the earth like it's still the seventies, and and people he's probably like, in Dude, you're gonna get cancelled soon. Just sh-. he's probably in Lost yeah, he's, he's, he's he probably cancelled Steven and, Seagal. And, and, they tried to do that. Did it they? didn't work. They tried. Well, look at all the movies that he's producing now. I don't even know he's still. Is he still making movies? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're only out on VHS. <laughs> it's amazing. There is actually an incredible book that I highly recommend everybody what? reads, and it's a guy that ranked. All of Steven Seagal's B grade films, oh. and you know what's amazing? He was just like, "There's like 300 of them," and he's just like, there "God, there's so much dog shit." But one of them is incredible. I bet. I there's bet. One. That's always like that. It's the same thing with what? like. It's, it's the same thing with all those like. Uh, what's the guy's name who's in Street Fighter and talks like this? Jean Claude Van Damme. Van Damme. <laughs> so much trash. 
but so many good films too. Like it was such a almost 50 Expendables 50. one, two, and three. No, is the that 80s, it? No, the eighties shit. He was some. There was some gold dude, such as Street Fighter. <laughs> Street. <laughs> Look, I liked Street Fighter a lot, but there's basically any film that he's in is like, yeah, Los Angeles is gonna be good. It's just gonna be good. Yeah, that was really good. He really should have just called himself Budget Arnold Schwarzenegger to get more. Yeah, yeah. well, he. But that's what happened. Arnold yeah. Schwarzenegger with better kicks, way mm. better kicks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, I look like I should be in um, slightly more watch commercials than Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> watch. Yeah, Maybe he was just a very handsome man and should have been on a lot of sales. Going, hmm? Yeah. Do you like this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is he Austrian as well? Probably. No, I think he's a French, isn't he? Ah, no, he, he's, he's, he's from, from Amsterdam. He's not French, dude. Yeah, he's not French. He's not. He's uh, maybe because the French. What are, what are people from Netherlands or Holland? Damn it! I'm googling it right now. Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Belgian. <laughs> That's the word. I think is it Belgian? Someone said, yeah, he's Belgian. Oh, Belgian. That's one of those countries where it's like, does it exist? Does it not exist? Yeah, we don't know. We'll find out. I don't think week. they know. Don't they still just not have a leader? <laughs> they did have it in 2016. Yeah. Did it? Hitler withdrew. They're still confused. Who's our leader again? <laughs> oh, God. All right. Uh, well, thank you guys for joining us. Thanks a lot. I hope we, we appreciate uh, your we time. Hopefully we're still on the air. Next stay time. tuned for the Up Late podcast as well. And by stay tuned, I mean give us money so you can access it. You know you want to. See ya. Bye. I'm